0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the D1 Only Podcast. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and we have a very special guest today, two-time All-American and NCAA champion, Evan Zhu. Welcome, Evan. Thank you for having me. Excited to talk. Yeah, you got it, man. Evan spent two years as a Division One student athlete at the University of California, Los Angeles before turning pro in 2018. As a junior, he trained at the Den Tennis Academy in Keller, Texas, and played for Team USA. While in college, he was named, as I previously said, a two-time All-American and won the NCAA championship in doubles. Uh, He currently, he has a career high of 371 in the ATP rankings at only 21 years of age. So congrats on a great junior, college, and pro career so far. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So living in Irvine, California, did you always know you wanted to play college tennis despite having success as a junior? Or did you ever think going pro straight away, especially because of the amount of exposure college tennis has in Southern California, having all these schools like UCLA, USC, UC Irvine, UC Davis, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. Uh, um, especially when I was
1: younger, I was, I was always thinking, oh, I want to be I want to play pro. But as I got older, I, like, kind of saw how things were. I definitely thought college was a good stepping stone, especially with all the with the colleges around Southern California, so.
0: Okay, just, and w- yeah. when did you decide you wanted to go to UCLA? Um, I was actually looking at colleges pretty late into
1: my senior year because I was, um... There's a period of time where I was really struggling with my game and that was like right when a bunch of when everyone was talking to college coaches, you know. So I don't know, I was just <laughs> I was just trying to focus on my game and try to get myself better. I started talking to schools really late, but I'd say I only started talking to U C L A probably like November or December of my
0: senior year. Okay, okay. So it was very late, yeah. Yeah, and were you talking to any other schools or was your interest only in UCLA?
1: Uh, My top schools were I wanted to either go to Harvard, Stanford, or UCLA, and I all, I talked to yeah all of them like very very
0: late. Okay, so and all of them were are good academic schools, and I understand your dad is a chemist and your sister attended yeah. University of Michigan. So, would you say academics was really important for you and your family since an early age? Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, um, it was super important at an early age, but I think my parents saw how much. Um, I like tennis and like I was working really hard at it, and they they just supported me all the way I started homeschooling when I was maybe 6th or 7th grade and uh, I went to go train at the JTCC at, at a college park in Maryland so even then I mean I was homeschooled and stuff like doing online school but it was still very important and that was a big a big factor in deciding what college I wanted to go to, not just the tennis.
0: Yeah, yeah. and ha- how did your parents take your decision of go, doing homeschool instead of actually attending a proper high school? Um,
1: honestly, they were very, very supportive. I mean, they, I mean, growing up, they, for them, it was all school. So for them to like see that this is what I wanted to do. Uh, and support me
0: all the way. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, for sure. And how was that transition into UCLA? Because, of course, as you said, you were doing homeschool since sixth or seventh grade, and basically you were playing tournaments every week or every other week, as yeah. every top junior in the States does. So, would you say it was hard transitioning? from homeschool to UCLA, which is like a massive campus where you have classes of like 300 people in it. So would you say it was hard doing, like making that transition? Um,
1: I think, well, when I was doing homeschool and online school, we would have like tutors and there would like be all the other tennis kids and stuff. So like, I mean, it was still like sort of a classroom setting, but it was definitely it was definitely a pretty big change. Uh, it was exciting for me to first going to college and, like, um, trying to adjust and stuff. But um, it, I think it took a little bit of adjusting, too, but I think I got used to it fairly
0: quickly. Okay, okay. And would you say it was tough balancing academics and athletics at UCLA because you had, like, a kind of you had like a pro mentality but at the same time you had to do well in academics and on the court
1: yeah um it was uh yeah it was a challenge it was tough obviously i mean we especially like i mean yeah the pro mentality and just as a team we had big goals and we're very focused on that but i you just try to get better at time management whenever you have some off time or you got nothing to do maybe that's a good time to study or work on some stuff so i think it's just a matter of being proactive and do trying to do your work as soon as possible and not pushing it back yeah and
0: like how were the how was your experience with all of this like how the college how college tennis is that when you're on the on a road trip you have to do school work like in the hotel or before the matches or or, or everything like that would you say that help you mature
1: uh, yeah for sure i mean yeah definitely especially on the road you got some big matches so like it's tough to do like really focus on both things but i mean you you have to so i think that definitely helped helped me mature um especially i mean you have your teammates there and they they need to study too so it's it's kind of good when you have a group that's really um you know like try to try to do the right things and that just helps you push you in the right direction
0: yeah for sure because i mean at the end of the day everyone does it it's not like you're the only yeah. one doing yeah it, so. exactly and were you surprised by the level in college tennis or were you expected in to be this competitive? Because, I mean, playing top three like you were at the time in the in a conference like the Pac-12 is tough, especially having to face guys like, I mean, Axel Geller from Stanford, who you beat at LATC, among other really good players.
1: Yeah, I mean, I knew, yeah, I had a, I saw just like, just looking at, like, before I went to college, like, the top guys at school, I mean, obviously, even just like, even at UCLA, just like Matthew McDonald, and Marty was there when I was there, but just looking at like the top ranked rank guys, I definitely
0: I definitely knew it was going to be uh, very competitive and good for me. You know? Yeah, for sure. And w- how would you say that has helped you transition into the pro tour? Just because you attended college, um,
1: I think I think I definitely still a little skinny, but I definitely got a little stronger in college. I think, um, and I think. Just, I think the pressure aspect uh, really helps because I mean, obviously, in college you're playing for your team, and it's just if you're not just if you lose, it's it's not just you losing; you're hurting your team. So, especially when it comes down to those last matches, I just think like it really helped me learn how to handle the pressure better, better in those like tight situations
0: yeah you talk about pressure and i actually like to ask this question to everyone i have on the podcast um uh, because at the end of the day there's as, as you said there's a lot of pressure in college tennis what do you think of the rules such as no ad and no let no add and
1: no um the no let ah I don't know about the no let. It's kind of miss. I mean, if it goes for you, great. <laughs> if it goes for the other guy, it's annoying. But uh, no ad. I think, I think it makes it pretty exciting, especially for the viewers as well. Yeah. For people watching the match, and I just think it adds. I mean, I'm, I'm like not against it or anything. Uh, I'm just used to playing, you know, ads usually in tournaments and stuff. But uh, I think it's it's a little more hit or miss. Um, like it's a little more spontaneous. But I think it's it's a it's a good
0: element that'll that's you know it's a good uh, it's good for the fans. It's more exciting, I think. Yeah, because I'll, some players have told me that they don't mind it. Like they don't really care yeah. because they don't think it makes. A lot of a difference, but I, yeah. I mean, I personally think it does because I, I mean, at the end of the day, the best, the better player is gonna win the deuce points, but yeah, yeah. But just the fact that there's like no ad, like, and if you're playing on the road, that can like kind of hurt or get you a little dude. tighter than you yeah. usually would. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And just like maybe like a, a let serve on a no ad point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's something that you don't see <laughs> every day. Like but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In your sophomore year, you and Martin Redlicki caught fire and ended up winning the NCAA championship, beating I think the Ohio State duo. I think it was Martin Joyce and Toppergard. Yeah. And how was that experience?
1: Um, that was pretty crazy. I mean, ever since we started playing doubles, my freshman, me and Marty started playing doubles my freshman year. We we did pretty well. Um, And we always had that goal of trying to win NCAAs. My freshman year, we lost in the quarterfinals to uh, Spencer Papa and Andrew Harris. I mean, obviously a great team. Um, But so that second year, we really wanted to try and make another push. And we were ranked pretty low throughout the season. And just towards the end of the season, like right after um, our matches at the Pac-12 Championships in Ohio, we shot up in the rankings and we barely made it in the tournament. So we thought, oh, we really got to, you know, um, take this opportunity. And I don't know, we we're just trying to take it match my match, just play hard. I mean, that's what you've been pretty much playing towards all season, like NCAA team championships and individuals. So I just think we just, we just played our best when it mattered the
0: most. Yeah, shout out to Martin Relicke he, he, for winning the NCAA Championship with two different teammates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what do you think of this new duo? Well, that, uh, of course, Max Cressy already graduated from UCLA and he left. But what do you think of that run that I think it was the year after you guys won it that Max Cressy and Keegan Smith from UCLA also won it? Yeah, again,
1: another great team. I mean,. Two big guys a huge serve, so they're gonna be tough to beat. Like, regardless, but I mean, yeah, both both great players in general, both great doubles players as well. I mean, they. Boy, I don't think they lost a match all season, did they? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's a. I mean, that that's a pretty historic run, and it's always great seeing you know the Bruins doing well.
0: So yeah, Happy and for them, yeah. at this point, when you guys won the NCAA championship did you already know you wanted to go pro by the end of your sophomore year or was it a decision you took during the summer
1: um i think i was leaning towards going pro but i wasn't a hundred percent and over the summer yeah pretty much over the summer i just i just thought this is what i really want to do even though i love my time at ucla um this is what i want to do so i just wanted to you know go out there and try it out
0: yeah yeah for sure and so, um, after that summer, the fact that you guys won the NCAA championship, for the people who don't know, that gives you a wild card into the U.S. Open. So, um, just t- talk to me a little bit. What was it like playing at the Open, as a basically as a sophomore in college? And <laughs> what I mean is that, what were your biggest takeaways from that experience? Because I think you guys lost to, like, two top 40 guys in the ATP yeah. doubles rankings. Yeah. So, what was that like?
1: Um. It was pretty crazy, I mean, obviously, but, <laughs> uh, like, just seeing, like, just seeing the top guys in the locker room, and you're, like, in the same tournament is pretty pretty wild, but um, I just think the main takeaway is, you know, just being professional, and I remember the team we played, they were just so solid, they, I maybe remember one shot that they Like, we saw, oh, wow, they should have made that, they missed. Like, the whole match, they only, like, I can only remember one shot like that. And I feel like they were just so solid. Like, like obviously, when they're not supposed to miss, they just they didn't and that just comes down to I think I mean obviously hard work practice and just being disciplined and staying
0: focused in the match so that's the biggest thing I thought yeah and for the people who don't know how basically a college athlete works out and a pro athlete works out especially tennis player how Mm -hmm. much do you think your routine has changed from your time at UCLA than now that you're Bro, And I'm not only talking about like going to class and now not going to class, but just like the fact that are you spending more time in the gym? Are you working? Are you playing? Are you practicing twice a day instead of only once? What's the main difference?
1: Yeah. Um, well, now I think I spend, well, besides Corona, <laughs> but before that, I think I spend about the same time in the gym, but I definitely... Spend more time on court. I um pretty I play like I do one practice but I it's four hours long, whereas okay. in school you can only yeah practice like two hours or whatever. So um I think yeah, I just spend a lot more time on court obviously because I don't have class, I don't have many other responsibilities and just trying to,
0: you know, work hard and get better. So I yeah, I spend a lot more time on court. No okay, biggie. <laughs> okay. And in your personal experience, how hard has it been transitioning into the Pro Tour, especially after being part of the NCAA, where, you, where you're you basically with your team all the time, and then out of nowhere you jump into the Pro Tour, being yeah. on your own, playing for yourself, flying alone, among other things? Um,
1: it's definitely a pretty big transition, especially...
0: As the weeks go on, because, like, I mean, obviously in college with your team, I mean, it's always pretty fun. You're traveling with all your friends and
1: you're playing team matches. You guys do stuff together. But on tour, you'll have your friends. You might travel with some of them. But I I think in the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, I think I can get used to this. But as the weeks go on and there's a lot of traveling, especially by yourself and stuff, so I think... I think it's a pretty big change, but you just gotta, you know, try and stay focused, stay, stay motivated, keep working hard, especially in between tournaments and stuff. Um, say you like, say you don't have a great week one week, and you're supposed to play again the next week. You obviously don't have time to go home, so I think, I think those times in between the tournaments are very important too, to try and work hard, get better and stay sharp whereas in college you have like
0: maybe a couple matches and then you go back or something like that so yeah. i think it's just about being a lot more disciplined okay okay i've, I've actually gotten to see you twice play i i, I saw you at the Ohio. i think it was your freshman year okay <laughs> and i got to see you at the niagara futures in canada I think you played Roy Smith. I, I don't know if it was Roy Smith or who you played. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, So I've kind of seen your progress like since your college days to now being a pro and uh, it's remarkable. So congrats to you on that. Thank you. Thank you. And, okay. One last question before we get to the final segment of the podcast. Uh, how do you think being a collegiate athlete helped you develop into the person you are today? Not only a player, but just a person in general.
1: younger. I was very shy. I think I'm still pretty shy, but I'm a lot more, I'm way more outgoing than I used to be. Um, I think college really helped with that. Um, I think, I definitely think I'm more disciplined than I was, um, about like doing the right stuff, always trying to focus on working on the right stuff. Whether it's tennis or outside of tennis, and I think I think time management is another is another big one that uh, that I've taken away from college because it's very important there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially also time management in the pro tour. I think it's underrated because yeah. like it is also yeah. really important. Yeah, I mean, you
1: yeah you gotta make the most of your opportunities and stuff. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. This is the last segment of the podcast. It's called the D One Five. It's five rapid fire questions. You gotta answer them as fast as you can. Okay. All right. (laughs) Texas or or LA. Live in Texas, but I'm gonna have to go with LA. Favorite college memory.
1: Sorry. Favorite college college memory. Yeah. Oh. I don't know about a specific one. I could. I mean, I could say, winning NCAA, but I feel like just those times when you're traveling with your team, like those team dinners and stuff, and just hanging out with your team, I think that's the most fun.
0: Yeah. Other than tennis, what profession would you like to attend?
1: Other than tennis, I think something in business, I don't know, maybe like a financial analyst or something. (laughs) I have no idea,
0: though. (laughs) Wait, was business your major at UCLA?
1: I was, I was undeclared, but if I went back right now, they don't have a undergraduate business school at UCLA, but if I went back right now, I would
0: want to do, like, maybe business econ or something like that. Okay, one last question. Most listen artists at the moment?
1: <laughs> maybe Drake. Drake's okay. a safe one.
0: What's your, what's your favorite Drake song?
1: <laughs> favorite Drake song? I've been, I don't know about favorite, I've been listening to portland a lot recently
0: okay (laughs) okay um well that's all i got for you today evan thank you so much for taking the time and basically just sharing your experiences from both being a collegiate player and now in the pro tour and yeah bro we wish you the best of course thank you for having me yeah thank you evan and thanks to all the fans for tuning in to another d1 only episode and see you guys next time see you guys